I just found out that Australia doesn't exist. Welcome everyone to the Gravity Beard Podcast, your home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Tofe. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? What's crack-a-lackin', my brother? Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. We have a lot of business, actually, to knock out as quickly as possible before we get started with the show. Okay. So, on our first anniversary show, uh, we thanked some of our listeners. And, mm-hmm. and I, I knew this would happen, and I feel terrible about it, but we left out a couple of very important people, and I'd like to recognize them now, if that'd be okay with you. Oh, please. Charge okay. it, and, and please charge it to the head and not the heart. We, we don't mean to do that. We unknowingly left out some people, and I, I think I knew that was going to happen. I was, I, we probably shouldn't have listed people at all, but we wanted to, to shout people out because people appreciate that. So anyway. Well, basically, so, we, we, we really f***ed up. <laughs> yes, we did. So I'm here to make it right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the fir- first is my friend uh, Jerry Orn from Utah. Uh, he's been a loyal listener to the show, and, and we appreciate it. I hear from Jerry once in a while about the show, so uh, shout out to Jerry. Thank you for that. Uh, uh, also, uh, Greg, actually, who you met when you were in town. Yeah, yeah. And, and how, how did you leave him out? I have no idea, because he, he's the only person that I know of who's listened to literally every second of, of Gravity Beard since it started. Like, he's listened oh. to every every single second. And, and you were in his house. Yeah, and, and there's some really bad seconds. We've, we've produced some really terrible content, and he has, he's suffered through all of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's also been a large financial supporter of the show, because he, he actually oh. paid for one of the one of the headset mics that we use and and uh, oh wow yeah so hey thanks greg i didn't realize that that's awesome yeah so that's that's super generous yeah and uh and that's it so so sorry yeah there's not a there's not there's not a single person else that we've left out not a single one i think think that was a very comprehensive list yeah it was it was there was those two jerry and greg and i feel really terrible i feel particularly terrible for leaving those those two out but i feel like now we have a 100 percent complete list of people that we left out of that show it's not possible that there's another person that needs to be named as a supporter or listener of the show because we wouldn't bone that up twice yeah i mean we wouldn't make that kind of colossal mistake more than once no absolutely not okay well well, let's move on then should we do some calendars (laughs) well there's a couple more pieces of business if you want oh okay okay okay, got it got it Yeah, yeah Oh, we're just kidding. Oh. Come on. There is one more person. Classic. One more person. It's my mom. I want to mention my- No, no, it's, it's not my mom. It's, it's, it's my mom. It's, it's your mom. That's right. Okay. I'll, actually, I'll let, I'll let you do this. Well, I, I, I do feel a, an incredible amount of responsibility for this one um, because not only has this person supported me on this show... He has been on the show and has supported my wife's show and had me on his show. So the real cock up here is definitely mine. Um, it was a, it was a weird day, uh, and I told I actually spoke to him from recently. I said, "Listen, here's what was going on in that day, and which is it's not an excuse, but it's definitely a reason why this happened." Um, but I really, really want to say a huge thank you to Andrew Bartlett. Um, I know that he is actually going to come back on the show. Um, because he's obviously a much better co-host than I am. Um, but he has been a lo- loyal and devoted and active commenter, listener, participant to every project that I have ever been a part of, even when it doesn't include him. So, um, Andrew, 
I love you to death, buddy. And I'm, I'm grateful for our friendship and I'm grateful for your support. So please, please accept our sincere apology for <laughs> leaving you out of that list. Yeah, absolutely. We, we couldn't ask more of him than, than what he gives. So for, for, for all of our joking and kidding, uh, a sincere apology. And, and ab- he absolutely deserved a mention. So we're doing that now. And we do want to have him back on the show for the third time, actually. And I can't believe you forgot Greg. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. So how, how, I mean, how do we forget those guys, you know? Yes, we, we left out two very important people. And, and so, yeah. yeah, sincere apologies to both of them. But now, hopefully, this partly makes up for it and they can forget us. And, <laughs> and, um, and yeah, Andrew will come back on the show. And, and he'll be the only one that's ever been on the show, on, on This Week Today three times. So That's right. Um, that's right. Yes, and we're looking forward to that. So we'll figure that out and he'll ha- we'll have him back on. Okay, on to our next piece of business. We've, we've passed the one-year mark. Uh, yes, and, we have. And the, yeah, and so in the first anniversary of the start of the show, and we did that a couple episodes ago, we recognized that. And now we're going to hit other first anniversaries you know, as, as we keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For example, this this week is the first anniversary of Paul Shomo's appearance on the show. And that was the episode where you refused to join us, and I had to awkwardly come up with an excuse so Paul wouldn't be offended. Oh, my gosh. This is the last time I'm going to remind the listener <laughs> that you didn't invite me on that show to record. I get it. Paul's freaking awesome. We love Paul. And I get why you want to have him on the show. But don't say this was my fault, sir. Okay, now under our third and final piece of business. <laughs> No, you're, you're right. I, I, I just like throwing that at you. Just for fun. <laughs> you and bastard. It, it probably won't be the last time. I've got other, other things I'm going to do that with. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, now under our third and final piece of business, Chris, Corey, and Donnie of the More Good of Them podcast and fellow members of the Podfix Network started up a hotline for their show, Adam. Oh, cool. Yes, and it's it's been hilarious and a ton of fun for them and the home trees, which is what they call their listeners. And so Chris strongly suggested that we uh, get one for Gravity Beard. Oh, that's a perfect idea. And I yes. Oh, that's a great idea. Totally. And and so you don't know this, but I did. I did get a I did get a hotline. Oh, snap. Yes, I set up the Gravity Beard hotline. Listeners, here's the number. It okay. is 321-465-2180. That's 321-465-2180. So, that's the number. Adam Yes. Do you, have, do you have any ideas for how our listeners can use our new hotline? I, I dude, I have a great idea. Bring it. What what if they we make that a drunk hotline? <laughs> I swear I I'm totally ripping off someone else that I heard do that. But first of all, I love call in lines. I love message lines. Absolutely. And then it's it's like really funny when people get drunk and call in. I absolutely agree. And just to be clear, listeners, this is not a live call-in number. It doesn't mean while we're, you know, we're not, we don't do a live show. It's pre-recorded. And when you call the number, you're just going to get voicemail. You're not going to reach a person. We're not going to answer while we're recording the show. It just goes directly to voicemail. But it's a really fantastic opportunity for all kinds of crazy comedy. And I love Adam's idea. Here's a couple of others. You could call in with some crime tips. (laughs) Wait, how to commit crimes? Either one, either one. If, okay, okay. If you know who might have committed a crime, you help, if you want to help solve, help the local police Cold solve cases. a crime, yeah, call us up, share your crime tips. Because we definitely should call us instead of the police. Yes, yes. So call our line at 321-465-2180, crime tips. 
you will we'll answer Dear Abby type questions if you need some advice. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. If you've got a would you rather, which we've done on the show, mm-hmm. bring those. Celebrity impressions, if you can do any celebrity impressions. I know, as a matter of fact, Santiago from the Weird With You podcast does a handful of those. He's done those on oh. More Gooder Than. He's fantastic. I'd love to hear that. You can sing karaoke. Also, combine that with Adam's idea, drunk karaoke on our hotline. Yes, is a great absolutely. idea. You can have your toddler. Call the number and let your toddler mumble on our, on our hotline. Toddlers are hilarious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and if you're really ticked about something, and I'm very serious about this, call and leave us a rant. Yes. If there's something that's bothering you, this hotline is for you. <laughs> so really, the possibilities are endless. And there's also some possi- uh, some things that are this week today related. For example, as we go through the special days to celebrate, call us up and let us know how you celebrate this. If, mm-hmm. if there's an item in history that week that you're particularly interested in, call it and let us know about that. So, if it's your birthday. If it's your birthday. Because, call- you know, we, we recorded the, uh, some of these episodes, but I, I didn't get Andrew's birthday. <laughs> it was on an off week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we could treat him any worse, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, well, you know, not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could, you know, somebody could come in with some news tips. Yeah, some news tips. Like, yeah. you, said, like you said, relationship advice. Yep. Um, I had another one. Hold on. Hey, if, you're, if you have a problem with your neighbors... Let us help you with that. That one's good. Uh, if you have any conspiracy theories, conspiracy let's hear theories. those. Yes. You know, because apparently I just found out that Australia doesn't exist the other huh. day. That's a real one. There's a there's a group of people that, that believe that Australia is a is a hoax. Okay. Well, there you go. This week today, listeners, if, if you want to provide evidence that proves that Australia does not exist, let us hear from you. Well, I called my Australian friend. <laughs> oh no! And and he's a he's a hulking giant of a man, and he just immediately broke down crying. <laughs> is it is it is it like this big hoax he's been putting on? He actually lives in Austria. <laughs> he lives in Palm Beach. You know, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> he lives like six minutes down the road. <laughs> yeah, that kind of deal. Yeah, that old yeah. chestnut. Okay. Well, I love this idea. <laughs> I hope I do hope nut. that we have enough listener that will make some phone calls. Okay, so one more time. Here's the number: three, two, one. Four six five, two one eight zero. So one one more thing before we move on, I want to thank Jody Hewitt for joining us on last on the last episode. She was fantastic. Yeah, and, and that it, show was really interesting. And like I I went and downloaded immediately a bunch of her shows. It was interesting. Yeah. So the name of her show is The One True Way, part hmm. of the Blazing. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> because it's the children's podcast <laughs> <laughs> about a genie that. Left, left her bottle and couldn't find her way back. That's, yeah, not, that's not what Jody's show is about. It, it's a very, very interesting show. She and her co-hosts do a, a terrific job. It's called, it's called The One True Way. It's part of Blazing Caribou Studios. Please check it out. And, she, and If you haven't heard our episode about the Lizard Man where she came on and told, told a personal account of it, it was terrific. And we, and yeah. th- thank you, Jody, for coming on. Okay. Absolutely. Well, we, we do need to get started, but do we want to play? We, we actually already have hotline messages. Let's do it. You, you know we've we've got three messages. We'll play them as quickly as possible. Okay. I just I just want to get things rolling, and because I, I put the call out on Facebook and Twitter, and I said, "Hey, folks, we've got a new hotline. Uh, call in." And um, and, and obviously, this is going to make our episode go longer than normal, but but we want to have a little fun with our new toy. So that's what we're going to do. I wonder if there's a fan out there who's like, "God, damn it, get to the birthdays in history." <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what to celebrate this week. Well, I cannot sit here and idly listen to messages without knowing what to celebrate. <laughs> oh, the past is haunting me. 
<laughs> Obviously, we won't have this much business to take care of at the beginning, beginning of most shows. We, we will probably talk about the hotline and play a couple of quick messages if we have them. So, uh, yeah, but, sure. but yeah, we'll, we'll get down to business much quicker in, in episodes going forward. Okay, so let's play our first message. What's up, Milwaukee? It's, uh, it's MGT Chris here. Just wanted to say that I had such a good time with you staying at my house, but you left a few things here. Um, you, you left, uh, it says, uh, some erectile dysfunction medication. <laughs> you probably could use that. So anyway, it has your name on it, uh, your address, your phone number. So I'm pretty sure it's yours. So anyway, if you want me to mail that to you, uh, your erectile dysfunction medication, I, I'll, uh, I'll get that to you ASAP. Anyway, uh, hope you're having a great day and I'll talk to you later. Yes. Boy, what a good guy. You know, and it's funny that he said that because I too found uh, some ED medication with your name, address, phone number, email address, and Twitter handle on it. So I, I, I'm just going to go ahead and ship mine out. Maybe it'll arrive at the same time. <laughs> I have a feeling Chris was hatching something because when he told me about the hotline and was playing messages for his hotline, he was super excited and he, he kept urging me. He goes, you have to set up a hotline. You have to set up. It's uh, so much fun. Set up. It'll be great. And that, now I realize he was totally setting me up. But let me let me just say this. I, I, he's kind of forcing my hand. I di- you know I don't like to reveal personal things about other people. <laughs> it's not really my it's not really my place. And this is really embarrassing for Chris. Uh huh. But he's illiterate. Oh. Yeah. He actually he actually can't read a word. Oh. He he, he can't read. Yeah. So so See, I think, I think he, you're. I think you're misinterpreting this. I think that you might think he was setting you up for a joke, but he was really just concerned about getting your medication back to you. No, no. See, see, that's the thing is that it's actually his medication <laughs> because he says, you know, your name was on it. We have the same name. So he recognizes his name, not as a word, but he just recognizes the letters. <laughs> and this is really embarrassing. He picked me up at the airport. I did go out to see him. It was super fun. He's got a sweet family, but um, he doesn't know his own address either. And, and so he got, I had to use Google maps to get us back to his house. And so even if it had, so what, what he thought was my name and my address on, on the tube of, of, uh, erectile dysfunction medication was actually, actually his, it was well, his. Then how do you explain the one that I found when you left my house with your name on it? You also can't read. Oh. See, see now, now I'm having to do it to you. So, um, <laughs> you, look what you made me do. <laughs> sorry, Chris, I had to do that. I, I didn't want to have to do that. Um, but but but, great but, you, but you made me we've got two more we have two more messages okay. here's the next message that was left on our hotline what's happening fellas how's everything going my name is peter devilbis and i was asked in a tweet last night to give you guys a call and here i am let me just start by saying this thanks for the invitation i love you guys show you always sound like you're having such a great time as I'm leaving this message, I just paused your last podcast, The Lizard Man. I'm really enjoying it. What else? I've never called in a podcast before, message or live or otherwise. So this is my first time. I don't know what else to say, fellas. <laughs> I, li- I-, I was born and raised in Brooklyn. What else? Um, I've lived in the Bronx for the past few years, and um, I don't know. That's it. <laughs> All right? So... Don't tear me up too badly, okay? And that's it, guys. You guys have a great day, and um, talk to you soon. Bye. Who was that guy? I love that guy. 
you know how social media is, you know, you have people that you meet and you just kind of become friends with just on social yeah. media. You don't, you don't really yeah, know who yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. And, and, and I've, I've been kind of developed a friendship with Peter on social media. He's tremendously supportive. And, and, and uh, we tweet and retweet our, each other's stuff all the time. Uh, I mean, is I've never talked. a podcaster? Talk- no, no, no. He's just, he's just a guy that I met out on Twitter and he's super cool. And uh, he's, got a, he's a great Twitter follower. He's really funny and really witty. And, and he's always been a huge supporter on Twitter of, of the show. So, uh, so, so nat- naturally, when we set up the hotline, I was like, man, I'm definitely going to tip off Peter and, and ask him if he'll, if he'll call into the hotline. I, I want to have a beer with that guy. Just seems like he'd be like a lot of fun. He just likes uh, good natured, laughing, hanging out. That was awesome. I know, I know. It was awesome that you know he's listening to the show, so we appreciate that. We should grab a beer. This this is especially up in New York. I go I, up there all the time. No, he's a great dude. He's a great. And then thanks, thanks so much for calling into the hotline. Yeah, I'll um, be, I'll be, I'll be reaching out and connecting on some social media to link up as well. Yeah, do it. He's he's a funny dude on Twitter. So so you should. Okay, cool. Okay, last last message for the hotline. And um, call in, folks. Hopefully, we'll have some more next week. Hey, you. Yes, you. Are you a human being? Yes. Do you like movies? Do you sure. hate all the negativity on the internet? Boy, do are I. Are you worried no. that Donald Trump and Kanye West are going to be the next president and vice president <laughs> in 2020? Are you the person... Well, hey, I got a podcast for you to listen to, Mr. (laughs) Man or Mrs. Man. It's called the Next Level Nerd Movie Podcast, where we discuss movies that weren't critically or commercially well-received, and basically just two best friends sitting down, just having a chat, just, you know, spilling their guts about what they think about uh, certain films like the 2017 Will Smith Netflix movie Bright or uh, the 1980, 1990 film Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, yeah, so check us out. Next Level Nerd Movie Podcast. We can be found wherever podcasts are sold. And spread the word, spread the nerd. <laughs> Okay, so we're I, I, we're, we're I, totally I, roasting him, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I appreciate I appreciate someone calling in and using a hotline for shameless promotion. Well, I, I'm I, now that he said that, I'm I'm really curious to like. Okay, first of all, is it only like cult classics like you know, the Ninja Turtles, or is it like obscure stuff? Or I'd like to hear their opinion on the movie Ready Player One because the book was fantastic. Yeah, for sure. I've never heard of their show, and I there it's hosted by two guys named Justin and Mitchell. I, they, uh-huh. He didn't leave his name. Two so best I don't friends. Know it, yeah, apparently they're two <laughs> best friends. I, I don't know if that was Justin or Mitchell. Uh, I, either way, thanks for calling in. Uh, I'll, I'll check out your show. It sounds super fun. So that's awesome. Hey, thanks for the call in. That was that was that was great. I'll definitely check out the podcast. Yeah, thank you for calling in, Justin or or Mitchell. Yeah, go go listen to the Next Level Nerds Movie Podcast. Yeah, there is two parameters for the hotline: be interesting or entertaining. If you're interesting or entertaining uh, going forward, that's that's what we're looking for, and we've given you lots of good ideas. Okay. I would like to add one more printer. Use as much bad language as possible so that way Chris has to edit it out in post. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Well, let's get started and look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. Well, today is National Memo Day and National Strawberries and Cream Day, which of course we are going to combine and make sure that you got the memo that it's National Strawberries and Cream Day. <laughs> That's the only possible combination, right? 
Yeah, yeah, you can't put a memo on the national strawberries and cream. But anyway, I, I'm going to celebrate this day because it's delicious. It is delicious and informative, apparently. <laughs> so tomorrow you can celebrate National Buy a Musical Instrument Day, and I think you should, and National Vanilla Pudding Day. Oh, what a great day, dude. Everybody should have a musical instrument. Even if and you vanilla like, pudding. just pick it up and learn how to play. Ukulele. It's very easy. Do it. All right, so Wednesday is National Lucky Penny Day. So there's no jokes for that. <laughs> do you think they should get rid of the penny? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, I do too. Okay, so Thursday... Ooh, this is a good one. You can celebrate National Scavenger Hunt Day and National Wyoming Day. Why is there a National Wyoming Day? You know, this came up on our on our uh, 100th episode where we yeah, had Wisconsin. Na- na- National Wisconsin Day. <laughs> Does every state get a day and that's it? Well, I, I don't know, but I, th- I think naturally we should combine them and you should go out and have a scavenger hunt in Wyoming. Or a scavenger hunt for Wyoming. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't think anybody knows where it is. If you like things that are shaped like rectangles where there's, where there's more animals than people, then you'll love Wyoming. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, well, on Friday... <clears throat> Is National Brown Baggot Day, National Tap Dance Day, and Towel Day. Towel Day. That, yeah, Towel Day is interesting. But I, I'm I'm very frugal, so I appreciate Brown Baggot Day. Well, right, and 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 I'm not gonna say Paper Towel Day because that would just be ridiculously expensive. But since I'm a millionaire, I think it's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can wrap up your week of celebrations with National Blueberry <clears throat> Cheesecake Day. Which and sounds- you can take that blueberry cheesecake and throw it right in the garbage. Because it, it is a garbage dessert. Whoa. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Next. Well, with, with that, let's, let's turn our attention to this week in history. <laughs> I hate cheesecake. <laughs> okay. So I'll get us started here. With in 1873, Levi Strauss and Jacob Davis received patents for blue jeans. And I think in order to kind of reflect on this, you should download a song called Punch You in the Jeans by the Lonely Island. Do yourself a favor and check it out. I agree. Very, very funny. This week in 1883, the Brooklyn Bridge opens. Well, that's fantastic. Okay, in, 19, in 1934, police kill famous outlaws Bonnie and Clyde. So they died that day. From Texas. They're actually from where I live. I did not know that. Yep. This week in 1955, Chuck Berry records the song Maybelline, which some argue is the first rock and roll song. Hey, maybe she was born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. (laughs) In 1961, JFK asked Congress to support the space program. Hell yeah, I'm all about that. By the way, we just just made a makeup joke. That's super lame. That's the kind of cutting-edge comedy we bring here to the show. You just never know what direction we're going to go. <laughs> we're not afraid. Nah. Yeah, so so space is cool, right? Totally. Space is awesome, man. We need to be out there getting more information. Space is so awesome. This week in 1977, yeah. the Chinese government removes the ban on Shakespeare. Uh, I, I literally have no comment on that. <laughs> yeah, for two reasons. Number one, there's nothing funny about that. And number two, they might kill you. That's an excellent point. <laughs> okay, in 1995, street in front of the White House um, is now closed to traffic. That was a good idea. Yeah, I think it was a really good idea, and I can't believe that happened so recently. Yeah, no kidding. I agree. <laughs> Don't you feel like after, like, what about Nixon? I mean, like, uh, JFK, any of these. Now, while they weren't in front of the White House, I feel like that's an obvious security breach. Yeah, for sure. 
1999 this week, soap opera star Susan Lucci wins her first Emmy after 19 nominations. Wow, talk about like continuing on and not giving up. Yes, and, and I think there's a lot of people... I guess, except for the Emmy voters that would agree that she, <laughs> she, deserved, she deserved an Emmy, an Emmy oh, long before that. That much. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll wrap up with this week in 2007, The Simpsons airs their 400th episode. My God, that is amazing. Yeah, I thought we'd done a lot of episodes. We've done like 100 plus or minus 125. Well, that was 11 years ago. They'd done 400. Yeah, and they're not slowing down. No, not even close. Next! Guess what, Adam? What? We're doing news quick hits! Oh, cue that jingle, baby! Okay, so I won't call it a complaint, because I think it's, it's probably saying it too strongly, but Keith Gala from the Pop-Up Filmcast... Re- reached out to us after we did news quick hits and said he actually prefers when we only cover one news story. <laughs> oh no! I think that's because he wants he wants the most thorough news coverage possible. So but so it's here's only, it's only cursory at best, <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't know what he thought we were doing before, but uh, <laughs> but I, I think you'll come along with me, Adam. And as we promised Keith and our other listeners, as veteran newsmen, we will still bring you all the pertinent details, even if we cover multiple stories. It is our commitment to the news. Yes. We, we wouldn't have the type of journalistic integrity it requires to do this show if we didn't do that. I, it's impossible. Those yes. two things are not even compatible. Agreed. And by the way, people should check out the Pop-Up Filmcast. Keith is great on there. It's also co-hosted by Derek Glasscock from the Wild Pitch podcast, which is also fantastic. Listen to both of their shows. So I just want to say, I love when Derek on his show, he's like, well, if you don't know how this show works, let me rip it up for you. Let me rip it up for you. <laughs> hey, Chris, you know, I, I remember I was on an episode of that once, but uh, what no, happened you, to that? No, you actually weren't. You know, you weren't. There's no proof of that. <sighs> I just, I remember a whole thing. No, prove it. Pro- prove to the listener that you were on that show. I will retrieve those files. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's begin. News quick hits. Adam, story number one. Bring it on. Okay, so this is this actually is going to be a quick one. <laughs> so, so did you when you were in school? Did you ever have coaches as teachers? Of course. Okay, it's terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. <laughs> well, imagine if you were sitting in class and your teacher was the PE teacher, and he was he was going to show you a video. Now that this is this happened to a class of sixth graders at Sandy Springs Charter Middle School. I, don't, I actually don't know where that is, but that's the name of the school. So he was going to play a video off of his laptop as part of the instructions that day. And so he hits play, and guess what plays on the screen? It's got to be porn. It absolutely was porn. <laughs> <laughs> he accidentally played a porn video in front of his entire gra- uh, class of sixth graders. I feel like it was probably some of the sixth graders' best day of their life. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it was only three seconds, that was the best three seconds of their life up to that point. Oh, absolutely. That's all they need. But just just excitement and confusion all at once. <laughs> oh, my God. Officials said only it was only a few seconds that were displayed on the screen. Fulton County Schools investigated the teacher who eventually submitted a letter of resignation. 
Yeah, you're done after that. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. It says, <laughs> it is our expectation that teachers and staff maintain a safe and appropriate instructional environment for all students, a Fulton, <laughs> a Fulton County school official said in a statement to the news station. Our focus will continue to be student achievement and the safety of, uh, the safety of all of our students and staff. Well, no crap. So they don't want to play porn in front of the sixth graders. Obviously, <laughs> the guy screwed up. Man. Okay, Jeez. so that's the that's their official statement to you know to the press. Uh-huh. But I, w- I want to know what kind of <clears throat> laughing and high fiving and on just jokes that they were making <laughs> in private meetings around this incident. Oh, and I bet they were like, "Dude, I'm sorry, man. Like, we know you have to go, but that was freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Super bummer, dude. But really, yeah. really funny, also. And uh, yeah. good, and good luck to you, sir." Yeah, and you know he's gonna have no problem getting another job because can, it wasn't like it was just porn. It wasn't like porn and then this terrible thing. You know, it was just porn. <laughs> and by the way, can you forward me that video? <laughs> yeah, which one did you show him? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I've seen that one too. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude, I almost got busted with that video. Same very same video in front of my students. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God it was you instead. <laughs> Are you ready for story number two? Quick hit number two. Hit him. Let, let's do this. Okay. I've asked you this question before, but you've seen animals on flights. You, you, you do a lot of flying for work. Yes, yes. You've seen I have lots seen of quite a few. Okay, yes. so so obviously it's it's an emotional support animal or whatever. And so, sometimes if it's a small enough animal, people just bring it on like a carry on and they put it in a little crate. You know, you know what I right, mean. Right, right, right. Well, and, and I really hate that this story happened because you know United Airlines has gotten has made a lot of mistakes over the last couple of years. Yeah, they can't seem to get there. They might as well show porn to the passengers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think that's a mistake. People might really yeah. like that. Yeah, that's true. Well, this is a doozy as well. So a lady gets on the airplane, and she's got a 10-month-old French bulldog in a crate. And in it, so it's, it's, a, it's just a puppy. Mm-hmm. And so she, gets, she goes to her seat. No big deal. She goes to sit down. And there's only two places that you put a carry-on, right? Uh-huh. You either put it under your seat or you put it in the overhead bin. Correct. Well, she tries to put it under the seat in front of her, but it doesn't fit. Of course. And so along comes... And, and by the way, it's... I, I don't know if it was just... It was at least a woman and her 11-year-old daughter. And I think this dog. It does, I don't think it mentions any other family members. Okay. And so so it doesn't fit under the crate. So I, I don't know what... what what airline guidelines are in that situation. I don't know if you just say, well, take it out of the crate and hold it. You know, I, I don't know what you do, but I mean, that's probably what you do. But so, <laughs> so this, fl- this flight attendant comes along and insists to the lady that it's got to stay in the crate and go up in the overhead bin. I, I just feel like there's not a lot of common sense in our world today. Mm-hmm. And, and so obviously she's the, the, the woman that owns the dog is like, you can't do that. And, and so, guess why you can't do that, Adam? Why? Well, because there's no oxygen up there. <laughs> the, the oxygen, the air in the cabin that the human beings are breathing actually doesn't, doesn't circulate that well in those overhead bins. Well, that makes perfect sense. And so, the, the, the flight attendant won't give up. And so, finally, the lady's like, I guess. And so, she puts the dog up there and closes the bin. Now, it's oh, a puppy. No. And so, now it's dark. And it's panicked, and so it's barking and breathing very heavily. Breathing very heavily, and there's not a lot of oxygen, which is now decreasing by the minute. The dog barked for two hours, 
up there. And, and it, there's a comment in the article that says that the, that the lady wanted to get up and go check on the dog, but for whatever reason, she couldn't. Either there was, you know, service going on in the, in the aisles or whatever. She wasn't able to check on the dog. So I know what happens. So it, it says that it was up. It's, it was barking for a couple of hours and then stopped barking, and she wanted to, you know, go check on the dog, and she wasn't able to. Oh, I know what it was. It says, yeah, it says right here there was turbulence. So it was, apparently it was a rough flight. So she wasn't able to check on the dog. So when the plane lands, and she's like, man, uh, haven't heard the dog in a while. Hopefully it fell asleep. Opens up the overhead uh, compartment, takes down the crate, there's a dead 10-month-old puppy inside the crate. Oh, my God. What airline was this? United, of course. It was United? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. What kind of people are they? It's like a free-for-all. Yeah. So that's it. that happened. Dude, the, the, I mean, I'm just at a loss for words. Like, what kind of idiot are you to make mm-hmm. somebody put their dog in the overhead bin? Like, in all the traveling I've ever done, I've never, I've seen animals out. I've seen them in the lap. Now they're always, you know, managed, but like the overhead bin, like what kind of, what is wrong with you? Yeah, no, I totally what agree. What is wrong with you? Tell me if you believe this claim. The family says the flight attendant claimed afterward that she didn't know there was a dog inside the, the crate. Oh, that's such horse hockey, man. Come on. Right? <laughs> yeah. And so, that's ridiculous. Yeah, There's no question. So in a follow-up statement Wednesday afternoon, United said this. We've spoken to the family, our crew, and a number of passengers who have, who were seated nearby. We have learned that the customer did tell the flight attendant that there was a dog in the carrier. However, our flight attendant did not hear or understand her. That's horse hockey as well. Also you, that. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way that she didn't understand her. How, how is that possible? That she, she could just say, hey, l- here's the dog. Look at it. Like, there's no way that that happened. She, she knew what they were doing. Uh, and, and it says, and did not knowingly place the dog in the overhead bin. That's BS. As we stated, we take full responsibility and are deeply sorry for this tragic accident. We remain in contact with the family to express our condolences and offer support. Uh, I, I, I'll bet that the the airline has handled things very well since then, but the actual mistake itself was just unbelievable. In addition to that, uh, Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana sent a huge email to the owner of United Airlines, and basically he said that you know 24 animal deaths were reported uh, from airlines care. Uh, last year 18 of those 24 animals who died were in united's care oh my goodness and delta and american each only reported two two deaths so that's four so uh (laughs) i mean almost all of the 24 animals that were killed or that passed away in airlines were from united so they're a special brand of idiot over there (laughs) so they're really running up the score Dude, this is not a competition. What are you oh, doing? Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I was, I was I looking. Mean, I was looking at it from the wrong perspective. <laughs> there was another incident where United Airlines mistakenly flew a Kansas-bound German Shepherd to Japan. That's awesome. Because why not? Right? <laughs> I mean, let's just send this thing, which needs to go a couple states over, all the way around the world. All right, Adam, are you ready for quick hit number three? <laughs> quick hits. Do it. Yes. Allow me to introduce you to 24-year-old Lamar Chambers. Do you recognize that name? No, I do not. Lamar is a gang member and drug dealer who was arrested on suspicion of possession with intent to distribute and failing to stop for police. So they, 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 they caught him, they arrested him, and he was in possession of drugs, but he swallowed, swallowed the drugs to hide the evidence. Of course. So as you would expect... Right. <laughs> the police take, take him to jail and put him in a jail cell. This happens all the time. So they could wait for him to pass the evidence. 
Right, of course. If, if you know what I mean. Of course. Well, then 33 days went by, Adam. Oh, no. Yep. He went 33 days without doing his dirty business. Dude, I don't know how you would, like, function as a human being. I mean, like, <laughs> I would just pass out. So Chambers appeared in court as police applied for yet another extension to keep him in custody. It was the sixth such application that had been made. So six times they, dr- they took him into court and asked the court to extend it so they could continue to monitor him and wait for him to pass, pass the, the drugs. And officers were given permission to hold him in custody a little bit longer. At one point, it was revealed that he had been eating frosty cereal bars. And as time went on, uh, he was eating up to eight of them a day. So he was, he was basically living on cereal bars, eight cereal bars a day during, during this time. Jeez. Yeah. However, he has since swapped his diet to one of fruits and vegetables. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot, that sounds a lot healthier. I like how that's mentioned in the story. Right. That's the point. <laughs> right. But I like this part. It says, uh, police have been updating the public through Twitter on the situation using the hashtag poopwatch. <laughs> I, li- I like our show hashtag better, but that's a pretty good one. Uh, yeah, same, same. That, that's second. That's close second. Yeah, Poop Watch is great. Would yeah. you like to hear the conclusion of the story, Adam? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the police said he's, he's being more than adequately looked after. He's been offered fluids and food. His lights are dimmed at night, and he's being reviewed every 24 hours. If he requests to go, go to the hospital, he's, he's taken there. Next page. The previous record for preventing the evacuation of the bowels was believed to be uh, 33 days, actually, the site reported. Chambers kept on for another two weeks. Jesus. Yes. But police were finally forced to release him. He'd he'd lasted 47 days, and they couldn't hold him any longer. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder what that is. Like, you just can't hold somebody that long. No. No, so it says it says police dropped the original charges against Chambers, but immediately rearrested him on lesser charges and released him on bail. He was driven by squad car to a, to a hospital for treatment along with me- um, along with a medical professional. And so, so that's how the story ends. It doesn't say that he that he ever pooped. Like I'm assuming he has now. Uh, 40, dude, that sounds like a colon blow. Clearly, I expected the story to end with him with him, you know, p- pooping. But just, can you imagine, though, the feeling of relief that he'll have when he finally voided? Yes, yes. So I would like to declare Lamar Chambers the most confident criminal. Yeah, yeah, that guy is, is impressive. Yeah, that is impressive. <laughs> I'd also like to recognize him as this week's Gravity Beard Listener of the Week. <laughs> yeah! Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that guy has some like serious willpower. Un- it's unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to as many stories as we could, Adam. But still, we have bad news. Dang there it, is, bro! There is one more story that we are not going to get to, but it does have this headline. Okay. Man claims painkillers prescribed after go kart accident made him gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what did it. <laughs> Yeah, so I, apo- I apologize, <laughs> listeners. We will not be able to unpack that story for you today. You know, if only we had some control over this. I just, uh, I know. our hands are tied every time, you know? We've got to keep things moving, especially with all the stuff that we had to take care of at the top of the show. Yeah, that's true. Next. And with that, let's get on to birthdays. All right, well, I'll start us off. Yesterday, May 20th, was Cher, who turned 72, which blows my mind. 
and Busta Rhymes, who turns who turns forty six. He's awesome. I'd, I'd like to pretend that they that they celebrated together. I, they have to. Well, how could they not? <laughs> They're at that age and point in their career now where they definitely do that. What a great couple they would make. Yeah, and they'll probably celebrate with Mr. T, who turns sixty six today. So happy birthday to Cher, Buster Rhymes, and Mr. T. All you know they're having a one big party. So I'll bet he celebrates by just walking around town and pitying the fools. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Pity the fool. Yeah, and then so, yeah. and if he if he if he pities you, you're like, dang it, man, I, I didn't know I was a fool, but now I do. <laughs> and Mr. T pities me. <laughs> he doesn't do it angrily because it's his birthday. He just does it with this like weird grin on his face as he pities. Right. Me. I pity you, brother. Dang it. <laughs> I pity you, fool. <laughs> All right. Well, tomorrow we've got a couple of sports birthdays from the world of tennis. Novak Djokovic turns 31 and from the NFL wide receiver, Julian Edelman turns 32. And I bet they're celebrating with Morrissey who turns 59. Obviously. Of course. And then on Thursday, you can celebrate the birthday of legendary folk singer, Bob Dylan, who turns 77. That's pretty awesome. Yes. And old. Yes. I mean, happy happy birthday is what I meant to say. <laughs> That's what that right. I got it. Yeah. Right, and then on Friday, oh, the birthday of Mike Myers, who turns fifty five. Love that guy. On Saturday, Stevie Nicks turns seventy, which is insane. Legend. Uh, She's so fantastic. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, and she will be celebrating with Lenny Kravitz and Matt Stone. Lenny Kravitz turning fifty four, and Matt Stone will be forty seven. Obviously, the co creator of South Park. Funny guys. Darn right. Happy birthday, everybody. Happy birthday. And let's finish up with people that were born this week but are now dead. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I Perfect. say it that way is because Clay Grove said it first, and the way he said it when he was a guest on the show was fantastic. Go back that's and listen, true. Go back and listen to that because that's my tribute to him every single time. Absolutely. So, so first is Jimmy Stewart, who died in 1997 at the age of 89. Anybody that wants to call in and give us a Jimmy Stewart impersonation, call the hotline, please. It's 321-465-2180. 321-465-2180. And we'll wrap it up with another dead, which would be John Wayne, who died in 1979 at the age of 72. Did you know that his last movie was The Shootist with Ron Howard? No, that's really interesting. Yeah. And that, and that was a good movie. That's actually one of my favorite John Wayne films. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really good. Call us on the hotline and let us know if that's your favorite John Wayne. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. Next. All right, Adam. Yes. Let's move on to this. I think it's a segment that you enjoy quite a bit, and it's called Lottery Jackpot Loser of the Week. (laughs) I love this segment. (laughs) In 2002, West Virginia building contractor Andrew Jackson Whitaker Jr., walked away with $114 million after taxes. How much? $114 million. That is substantial. Yes. That was just about his last stroke of good fortune. Thieve- <laughs> <laughs> Thieves. L- listen, this is so unbelievable. I feel so, I feel so terrible about these. Thieves ran off with $545,000 that Whitaker had stashed in his car in 2003. Red flag. Yeah, and he lost $200,000 the same way a year later. Okay. Wow. Okay, stop doing that. (laughs) So if you lose over a half million dollars by leaving it in your car, don't then put a quarter of a million dollars in your car and do it again. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like all you need is one lesson to learn that. 
a half million dollars. So it <laughs> yeah. says it says he was also sued by Caesars Atlantic City, which said Whitaker had bounced one point five million dollars in checks. Oh, what are you doing? Yeah, and it says within four years his entire fortune was gone. <sighs> well, was it like the girl in your in I think it was like England who blew it all on blow <laughs> <laughs> and um, and breast implants? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, th- I think the exact same thing happened to happened to Andrew Andrew Winter yeah. Jr. Next, all right, and we'll finish up with this. A woman went to a pharmacy and asked for some for some cyanide. The pharmacist, at, by the way, they don't have cyanide at a pharmacist, but right, it's like let I, me get some Zyklon B, please. <laughs> but I do digress <laughs> and asked for some cyanide. The pharmacist asked, "Why in the world do you need cyanide?" The, the lady replied, "I need to poison my husband." The pharmacist's <laughs> eyes got big, and he said. I can't give you cyanide to kill your husband. It's against the law and I'll lose my license. They'll throw both of us in jail. All kinds of bad things will happen. Absolutely not. You cannot have cyanide. The woman reached into her purse and pulled out a picture of her husband in bed with the pharmacist's wife. The pharmacist pharmacist looked at the picture and replied, Well, now that's different. You didn't tell me you had a prescription. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great one. Hell yeah. (laughs) <laughs> all right adam what would you like to promote today i would like to promote my podcast editing services um, back on it doing it again totally um my website is being revamped as we speak but if you'd like to have any podcast servicing or editing or anything like that even just consultation please hit me up at the lord saunders uh, at gmail.com or you can find me on social media at any with the same handle the lord saunders you can find me on, on anywhere that way adam is very good at what he does so if you do if you do have a podcast and you need someone to help you produce it then please reach out to him thank you you're welcome if you got at least a dollar's worth of entertainment out of our show today and would be willing to support us financially you could do so by going right now to patreon.com forward slash gravity beard to sign up we're also a member of the Podfix Network. It's a terrific lineup of shows. Go to podfixnetwork.com to check them all out or search at Podfix on Twitter. Also, please check out Podfix Presents. It's a podcast from the collective minds of the Podfix Network. Listen to it on Apple Podcasts or any other podcatcher. Listeners can find This Week Today on Twitter by searching at This Week Pod. Our theme song is Sophomore Makeup by Silent Partner. Their stuff can be found on, on the YouTube audio library. All the other music and sound effects can also be found on YouTube. You've been listening to This Week Today on the Gravity Beard Podcast. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Deuces, listeners. <laughs> and they'll probably celebrate with the uh, birthday haver on Monday. And that one is your... Let me try that again. The internet, man. It's a wild place. <laughs> is there anything we won't do for our fan? second behind all right you're a second behind yeah you're, you're <laughs> <laughs> you didn't mumble that enough i heard exactly what you said mm, mm. oh man i'll work on that